This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio gets the job done right with help from our trusted contributors at the Ontario College of Trades. Okay, we ran a campaign called Celebrating the Trades in partnership with the Ontario College of Trades. Zoomers were asked to nominate trade businesses that deserve to be recognized for their great work. And one of the winners is our next guest. Adam Price is an electrician and the owner of Can-Am Electric. And he's here just in time to sort out, help us sort out some of the projects that we may have in mind for the summer. Though I'm looking out the window, don't know about the summer. I'm also joined by Tyler Charlebois, the Marketing and Communications Manager for the Ontario College of Trades. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us back. Thank you. Well, congratulations, Adam. Uh, Thank you, Libby. I'm uh, really glad to be here. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. I also want to give out our numbers again to open the lines if people have questions about renovations that are coming up because normally this is the time of year when you do it and there are a lot of questions, not just about electrical work, I may add. The numbers to call 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. So, I'm going to start with an electrical question of my own, and uh, that is lighting the outside and creating, you know, people now call their outside space an outside room. And uh, in in our case, there are kind of uh, two issues. In the front, we never had electrical lighting, and it, it really is too dark. It's, it's, you know, quite big. And, you know, especially in the winter, I feel like, oh. Uh, you know, really need that lighting. And in the back where we did do lighting, uh, the lights don't work that well. The floodlight up our beautiful tree got flooded itself, and it's just sitting there, or I don't remember if we removed it, not working. And uh, it's very tricky to get all the other lights to work. So uh, what do we do? Uh, well, Libby, I definitely uh, I, I would recommend uh, going with low voltage lighting. Low voltage lighting is uh, probably one of the safest things to have outside. Um, and uh, but uh, with anything that's outside, it, it it requires a bit of maintenance. It's uh, it's gonna uh, last for uh, some time, and then uh, you're gonna have to just uh, maintain it, whether it be replace a light here or go out and make sure that everything is still sealed up, and uh, so that the uh, I, I I know the case that you're talking about a light filling up with water i've i've seen it many times so uh sometimes you just have to get out there in silicone and and uh seal it up or best thing to do is just maybe replace it the uh light is uh maybe well it, it i mean these were quite expensive mm-hmm. and they would shine up uh, a tree and it happened pretty quickly i mean they were gorgeous i think for a month or two i mean it, rain, it rains look at the weather it, it you know i don't 
Is that just something that maybe uh, is not optimal in our climate? Uh, I think sometimes um, it, it, our climate is a, is, a, is a rough climate. A little bit of moisture gets in. We have the freezing winter. If the moisture is still there, it's going to expand and crack uh, different uh, the, the different ways we use to seal around wires. Um, and it, uh, it is tough, but uh, things are always improving. And, uh, and I think the way we used to uh, tackle things uh, years ago have, uh, have improved. Okay, so is, what kind of new technology is out there for... I um well a lot of lights are uh, are uh, being made uh, LED now and uh, and uh, um I think that uh, the uh, the connectors that we use to to really seal up the uh, the wires and stuff like that have uh, have improved uh, the uh, so the, the water uh, dealing with water is the biggest thing with lighting on uh, the outside. Uh-huh, but so if if I can't even remember when we did this, uh it was probably a while ago. If, if is the technology better now, should we try again? Uh yeah, I definitely think that you need to uh do a little bit of homework. Uh sometimes the uh the uh the light fixtures that you might get at your um uh, box stores, uh there are other uh, fi- uh, co- uh companies that do make outdoor lighting that uh have a bit better track record, a bit better ratings and and uh, Oh, we have to check all that. I'm I'm sure we didn't. I'm sure that we uh hired a well-recommended electrician and and you know, let him do his thing. Yeah, and, 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 and there's new products coming out all the time. I uh, went to one customer and the customer brought the lighting to me saying, this is, this is the, I've been doing my research, this is the lighting I found and uh, that, that had great reviews and, uh, and I went and found it for them and put the uh, system together and uh, was very happy with the lighting. So. So, so, so he told you about something you didn't know about? Yes, no, the, this customer, uh, he, he really enjoyed uh, kind of hunting down uh, it was a product that we ended up finding that was made in Holland. So, uh, um, but it was it sold here and sold at a landscaping supply store. So it wasn't something that I uh, I don't go to landscaping supply stores too often. But I I, I, I tracked it down. <laughs> okay, and and have you used it since? Yes, yes, and it's and it's and it's uh, I would say definitely uh, evenly priced as some of the stuff that you'd find in some of the box stores. So okay, yeah. uh, we'll have to take the name of that after the sh- the show. Yeah. Um, Tyler, what kinds of things do people do in the summer? And do you really have to leave a lot of things for the summer? Um, you, don't have to, you don't have to leave a lot of things for the summer. It depends if you're doing outdoor work. So a lot of different projects, whether it be some electrical work that you're doing outside, doing some patio renovations, adding exterior lighting, or you know, outdoor kitchens is a new thing that a lot of people are trying to have an outdoor-indoor living space. Um, those renovations sometimes need to be are better in the warmer weather. Uh, no, at least no snow, depending <laughs> yeah. on where you live in the province. Uh, no, you know, construction workers and and those in the trades do work uh, often in uh, inclement weather and and outside when it's raining as well. But outdoor things are good. Um, doing any new electrical work as well uh, would be important. And any landscaping, right? Obviously, it's probably better more in the summer that it happens. You wouldn't do it because it wouldn't take so well. How much, if you want one of these outdoor kitchens, uh, whether that be, uh, you know, I guess barbecues or not, but how much power do you need? How many outlets do you need? 
Um, well, I've, I've, I've actually wired up uh, quite a few outdoor kitchens. And uh, again, um, sky's the limit on, on how big these uh, outdoor kitchens can be. They usually don't require a lot of power because uh, all the um, uh, uh, units usually run on natural gas. So uh, you'd have to have uh, uh, an HVAC or a, a, a gas technician come out to hook up those, uh, those uh, parts of the project. But definitely there are some uh, uh, fridges. Um, I've seen people who... Uh, Fridges outdoors. Fridges outdoors. Um, I've I've seen uh, guys who uh, enjoy beer and uh, they put their uh, keg fridges there and they need power and then you got rotisseries and <laughs> and uh, they're quite they're they're nice kitchens. Okay, so just tell it like okay. The fanciest ones that you've done. What what goes into this outdoor kitchen? Um, well, I uh, the the fanciest one I saw the uh, the uh, barbecues that that I've seen. I I I don't even know where they they come from. I've never even heard of them, but they're they're huge, huge, huge barbecues. Uh, they've got um, uh, I've seen deep fryers. I've seen uh, uh, skillets that go on the side for when they want to make breakfast in the morning. They have the uh, grill there. Um, Keg fridges, and uh, and w- these are are these adjacent to the house? A lot of times attached to the house. Sometimes I've seen where people make uh, full gazebos and have their kitchen uh, away from the house. But uh, got to uh, have a big piece of land for that. You do, but so but they they do make small versions. I've installed them uh, on uh, townhouses, row townhouses before, and uh, yeah, they're they're beautiful. Okay, uh, let's take one call before the break. We've got Alec and Arthur. Hi, Alec. Uh, good afternoon. You're on the air. We're listening. Okay, I'm calling uh, uh, regarding my daughter's house. Uh, she has a, a granny flat uh, with a garage ta- attached, and there were two lamps on the outside of the garage. And for some reason, I don't know, a couple of years ago, they just they didn't work anymore. The switch, uh, we couldn't get them on. And uh, at the same time, there was a receptacle in the garage and also one in the attached granny flat that uh, suddenly uh, they weren't uh, working. Now, there is an external um, receptacle that was put in for a, uh, a travel bus. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, special receptacle. For, sorry, for what? For a uh, travel uh, bus. Travel like bus? Like a camper. A camper. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering if you would be able to hazard a guess as to what's going on here. Um, so as far as I, I understand, there's a, a receptacle on the inside of the garage that's not working and Correct. then two lights on the outside that's, that aren't working? Okay. Um, well, uh, one thing that you... Uh, uh, have you seen any signs of like uh, rodents in the uh, in the garage? I've definitely seen times where uh, uh, mice can eat through the uh, wires. That would that would be something that uh, that could uh, could be the problem. Is there um, a GFI like um, the GFI uh, is the receptacle that has two a reset button and a test button? Do you have any of those in the garage? Uh, no, uh, no. This this external uh, receptacle for the camper. Uh, is there an inbuilt GFI in that thing? I I don't uh, I don't know if there's a GFI in the uh, in the uh, camper uh, receptacle. Um, it, there might be well, for for that. There'd probably be a breaker that uh, in your uh, panel that might be GFI uh, a GFI breaker. Is there any special color for those things? 
Uh, unfortunately, uh, different companies make different colors, so it, it would have a button on it. If you were to look at your panel, there would be a, 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 a breaker that would have a button on it that might be tripped, and you, you can reset it uh, usually yourself. If it doesn't work after that, then you should probably call an electrician. Alec, did, did the... I checked all the breakers, and they seem to be... Well, they're all on, I know that, but... Alec, did the lights and the breaker inside the garage stop working when the exterior outlet was put in? Or did they happen prior to? No, everything was uh, everything was, was there. It, it's definitely a possibility, too. I know in garages that uh, people uh, are constantly uh, hanging up new rakes, hanging up different things. Uh, it, it, it's a possibility that a screw got driven through one of the wires, and uh, that could easily... Uh, when, when a screw is driven through and they, it makes contact with both uh, with both sides, uh, the the neutral and the uh, and the hot wire, a lot of times it's a, a pretty violent uh, uh, explosion and uh, it uh, usually blows the wires into two. So it uh, it, it that could be. Do you, it, do you ever? When I always ask uh, a homeowner, do they were they installing anything, hanging anything at the time when they noticed that this uh, this took place? As far as I know, no. Okay. Definitely something that would need to be trouble shot. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm starting to run out of, uh, out of uh, ideas. It's, it's, it's hard to diagnose uh, at a distance. So if the obvious things uh, don't give the solution, you're going to have to call somebody uh, to actually come and physically see it. But um, thanks a lot for your call. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Uh, I am here with our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. And uh, we're talking about electrical work. We're talking about electrical work that you might be wanting to do in the summer. I'm here with Adam Price, who's an electrician and owner of Can-Am Electric, and we're here also with Tyler Charlebois, who is the Marketing and Communications Director for the Ontario College of Trades. We've been talking about outdoor lighting, because obviously that's something you need, something you think about in the summer. Uh, We've been talking about these fabulous new outdoor door kitchens that a lot of people are putting in some of them get really really fancy you need extra power for them and uh, people really live outdoors in the summer though taking a look out the window that might not be top of mind today Uh, but you still you have to have power also you have to have decent lighting outside your house. Uh, uh, I was asking about my own situation where I sometimes worry that the lighting's not good enough on uh, the little path up the house and we don't want anybody to get hurt, especially not me walking around in high heels. Uh, so uh, we're going to have to put some lighting in. What are some of the other common things that people do this time of year? Um, well, definitely, uh, while you were talking about that, I was thinking about the outdoor lighting and the outdoor lighting, uh, definitely adds a great security factor to your house. Um, definitely draws attention to your house. So people are, if they're driving down the street, they're always going to look at a house that's, uh, lit up and, um, 
and take notice and and uh, and be able to see if there's anyone around your house. So it definitely adds a a good security factor. Um, but yeah, most most people are uh, doing outdoor outdoor plugs that they've uh, been missing for a long time or uh, or um, or uh, working on their garage and adding in some uh, some. Uh, new new receptacles in the garage and uh, stuff like that. You talked about security. Um, do you do um, motion detectors and other security features at the same time when you're doing outdoor lighting? Yep, definitely. We we can add in uh, uh, motion lights. Um, we uh, can uh, put timers in so that uh, your lights will come on uh, when you're uh, not around. Um, and uh, they have a lot of neat features to them now. Now with uh, technology moving forward so quickly, the uh, the uh, the timers can operate sporadically when you're not away, so that uh, it uh, uh, if if there is someone watching your house, they uh, they they. You know, if they see the time, the the light come on every day at the exact same time, they 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 get the idea that okay, this is automated. But uh, the, now they have built-in features to uh, to uh, to to uh, be random. Uh, you can control a lot of these things remotely from a, a tablet or a smartphone or something like that, right? Absolutely. Uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, great uh, products out there. Some uh, that are are uh, need to be hardwired uh, from the beginning, but they've come out with a lot of uh, great products that just connect to your Wi-Fi and allow you to uh, control a lot of the lights, whether it be your outdoor lighting, it, uh, your indoor lighting. All your lighting together uh, can be uh, can be controlled from uh, out of province, out of out of country, for that matter, very easily. Um, can you just give us an idea about how those things work? Is it is it complicated, and and how is the install done? Is it a tech thing, or is it a an electrical thing? Well, I'll be honest, uh, Libby. I'm putting in the uh, actual switches themselves, uh, pr- I, sh- I should say, should be uh, done by an electrician. Um, but uh, the actual programming of it took about thirty minutes, and I had never done it before. And uh, it's uh, with with the uh, the um, app that they've created. It is it is so simple. You you can you can you can almost do it yourself. Thirty minutes sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> 30 it was it was quick <laughs> there was a, oh there was a lot of lights a, a lot of uh, a lot of con- lights being controlled probably about uh, 20 lights so you had to uh, go if, through and if somebody needs a bit of help with that do you do that or they have to get somebody else absolutely I'm, I'm 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 very uh, very good with uh, with with doing that now cuz i have some of it in my own house so i'm uh, pretty comfortable with it well here's here's the thing because i saw i've seen those things advertised you know, by um, cable companies, and it would be kind of a subscription mm-hmm. thing. So you you don't really need to do it through your. You don't need to be paying the cable company more money. Uh, no, no, you don't. Um, actually, the uh, product that I, I I like to use is made by Lutron. It's uh it's uh, called Cassetta. They actually sell them at the Apple Store. You can find them on the shelf there. Um, and uh, Lutron's constantly growing their their product. Uh, now they actually control Sonos, so you can actually uh, um, have a little switch in your room and 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 turn the volume up and down with um, a little remote that you can. Uh, they control Sonos. Yeah, yeah. 
because uh, we have Sonos. My husband hates it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't use it that much. Uh, and can you add to a Sonos system? Is that something an electrician would do for you? Uh, a lot of times with Sonos, I, I find that uh, they most most of the people just need a new outlet for uh, the Sonos because um, uh, uh, a lot of these speakers do plug in. Um, so that's something that we can definitely help with. And uh, some of them do um, uh, require ca- uh, like a Category 5 cable, which is like a computer cable, right? Because um, they sometimes drop their signal, so uh, we can do that as well. How complicated is it to add and out? This is this is I'm I'm a veteran of quite a number of, of renovations, mm-hmm. all very happy with them, except every single time the electricians or uh, the contractor would argue with me and saying you're asking for too many outlets, and then I'm invariably short an outlet. So. Uh, <laughs> How hard is it to add an outlet, say, in the bathroom where there's nice tile work? Um, uh, that's definitely uh, definitely tricky. Um, uh, we, we we would look at the room adjacent to it. Is there any any spots in the room next to us that we can then uh, get a wire and then bring it up into your bathroom so that we're not uh, not uh, wrecking the tile? But uh, it's uh, we we've uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, I, I definitely uh, like to come to the job with all the tricks that I've learned over the years. And uh, and uh, when I when I say that it can't be done. I've, I've, I've usually exhausted every idea, but uh, we, we, I haven't had a time where I uh, haven't been able to get something done usually for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that you were mentioning once uh, people just uh, redesigning lighting. How big a trend is that? Uh, Light design is uh, is actually uh, is 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 something that's uh, becoming more and more common. I actually do work for uh, light designers, um, and uh, and uh, they definitely have a, a skill to them. There's, uh, I, I guess, uh, a lot of people now are moving into condos, and and condos are very limited with 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 the way that you can light a condo. So sometimes hiring in a light designer can co- uh, they can come in and give great ideas. They have their hands on a lot of products that uh, aren't found at any box store aren't found uh, uh, always um, at, at the lighting stores uh, when I did my house I've never gone out and picked lights out before and I was baffled by how many lights there are and uh, it was it, it, it was a bit of a stressful moment so uh, <laughs> I remember it being quite difficult yeah and uh, I think that lighting tends to be an afterthought sometimes or it's the thing that you do at the end when you're running out of money Mm -hmm. and then you can live to regret it you know with that glary thing in the kitchen yeah you you can and i think one of the things that listeners have to think about is also the lighting you require now may not be the same type of lighting or the amount of lighting you may require in a few years Uh, yes like as your (laughs) eyesight gets worse you might need more lighting to illuminate the things that you did you know are having trouble seeing now which means bringing in an, an electrician like Adam, someone to look at how is your light now for your needs now versus what it was 10 years ago. Okay, so that's something Zoomers might be interested in. It might just be uh, easier if you upgrade the lighting. Then move your whole house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and again, um, I hadn't realized that that's something that's an issue when you move into a condo. Uh, most condos are just uh, concrete, so the uh, the a lot of the options would be uh, track lighting. But there's uh, there's a lot of great and and uh, attractive uh, track lights out there that uh, 
sometimes can uh, add light and solve the situation. But uh, we have we have ways to uh, put uh, little 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 pot lights and bulkheads and uh, and uh, and that and add some light to your condo. Okay, uh, we're running out of time. What would you like to leave us with? Um, I, I, I definitely say that uh, you should you should look uh, to hire a, a licensed electrician and uh, and don't ever be ashamed to uh, ask uh, for their credentials. Uh, most of us have worked really hard and uh, and uh, and would be glad to show you that we have uh, an Ontario College of, uh, of Trade certificate uh, in our back pocket or a master's uh, license as well. And uh, we'd be proud to show it to you if uh, anyone ever gives you any uh, grief. Uh, over that you should uh, well yeah that's definitely not something you want to fool around with is the the electrical Uh, Tyler what would you like to leave us with no I would just say you know first I want to thank your listeners for nominating Adam I think that that's fantastic and we're so pleased with the program uh, and the work that Adam is doing and being recognized for and I would say just to echo on Adam's point is we have a public register on our website. It's right on our homepage, collegeoftrades.ca, where you can type in the name or the number of any electrician or any person in the trades in the 23 compulsory trades to check and verify that they are certified. So you can do that with Adam himself and you can do that and you should always do that with anyone you're bringing in, especially for electrical work. Okay. Thanks so much to uh, both of you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.